Welcome to the Lockdown Podcast, hosted by professional poem analysts Joey Amoroso, Leon D, and Tony Lamezzi. Today, we will be analyzing the poem Day 29 by Jamila Woods. Our new constitution is now established and has an appearance that promises permanency. But in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. Benjamin Franklin. As we headed into the pandemic back in the end of 2019, it seemed change was the only constant in our lives with the advent of online school, social distancing, and lockdowns. Now, as we head into the third winter of the pandemic, there is a lack of change both in and out of life, and grimly, it seems that the only thing that is certain is death. With experiences and people disappearing into the daily thrum of life, we will never again be able to live the same way. Day 29 of by Jamila Woods is a discussion of the cycle of change, or rather, psychofamiliarity that leads into a never-ending change of life, leaving us missing what we truly loved yet do not realize. Day 29 by Jamila Woods it's April 13th, 2020, my mother's 60th birthday. I'm sitting on the couch from my old apartment, in my new apartment. Pigeons' wind chimes are loud outside my window. I never knew I liked wind chimes. I think mom used to have some outside her office. She had tabletop fountains and hunks of amethyst, crystals the size of my face. I used to hate how she made us meditate, when Reiki on the weekends. I'm calling her every other day for the new old remedy. I hate how much I cared about being cool when I was younger. Carrying mom's Tupperware in brown paper bags wishing for a Lunchable. Something disposable with a subtle scent. Now I am ecstatic to see Tupperware stacked in my fridge. The luxury of leftovers instead of chopping another onion. I used to lie in bed on Sunday evenings wishing for a whole week of weekends. Now I forget what day it is, and still feel I'm running out of time. I never knew I hated washing my hands this much. I sang Love on Top while scrubbing to make sure I hit 20 seconds. My sister hears me singing and asks if I am happy. No, I say. I'm just counting. One technical reason that touches me is the certain structure that the poem follows. Inspired from a different poem called Things I Didn't Know I Loved by Nazim Hikmet. In Things I Didn't Know I Loved, a man just released from prison realizes that he has forgotten so many wonderful things in the world while he was away. The structure emphasizes the experience of change through the repeated use of the phrases I used to and now I. Day 29 takes from Things I Didn't Know I Loved the idea of change causing one to realize things they used to love and incorporates it with the COVID-19 pandemic. It compares her past life with how it is now in a neutral way, but highlights some of the feelings of uncertainty and fear of missing out that came with the early pandemic. The poem is written entirely in free verse, fitting it in with this theme of change and lack of structure. Nothing is set in stone in the poem. The poem is free to list their grievances and we are free to analyze them and relate them to ours which is nice because it leaves out any possibilities of alienating those without specific experiences. 
for me, something I found myself personally reflecting on after reading this poem was the impact of the mundane things on my daily routine. In the poem, the author mentions how she hated being forced to meditate by her mom and having to learn Reiki on the weekends. In my life, my Reiki experience was church. Before the pandemic, my mom would force me to go to church with her despite my reluctancy to do so. I was never really a religious person, so the experience always felt like a bit of a waste of time. But midway through quarantine, I realized that I missed being able to go to church. No matter how loaded my weekends were from homework and housekeeping responsibilities, I could always count on church being that hour-long break from any stress in my normal routine. Recently, my church has started to fill up as COVID restrictions are easing up, and it's been nice to return to that comfort time every once in a while. Alright, uh, I feel like this poem is really relatable because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, how do you guys feel this poem is relatable? Uh, I like this poem because all of us have suffered some type of loss with the lockdown, uh, something that served as a connecting and shared experience, regardless of your own personal experiences or who you are or who you come, where you come from. Uh, Jamila Wood's personal account of her interactions with the locked away world around her is easily relatable to and provides a comforting viewpoint that everyone has suffered. Yeah, I, I think during the COVID-19 lockdown, I think we've all lost things and experiences and we've had them taken away from us. And I feel like some of us maybe have taken them for granted, especially for students where our social and emotional connections are definitely tied to school. And we meet our friends sometimes only at school. There's acquaintances I'll only see maybe at lunch or maybe in third period, fourth period. Um, I think that for students, definitely considering we hang out in school a lot, it greatly affects the way we interact with each other um, in general. Um, on that note, what did you guys think the main argument of the poem was? Uh, so the argument of the poem could be analyzed from an archetypal lens with multiple symbols. Uh, one of those was the washing of her hands, which like has two meanings the first meaning is the literal one that she's counting down the time to wash her hands but at the same time the county she was referring to is how long she has been in lockdown the title of the poem also relates to county referring to 29 days stuck in lockdown i think that she is tired of being inside and missing out on life due to lockdown like we all are sometimes however isolation lets you appreciate the mundane things in life and shows how change can be a good thing uh, definitely. Uh, another another symbol is the author's mom's contributions to uh, the author's life, such as her meditating in Tupperware, where on a surface level, uh, it's simply activities that uh, Woods does not participate in anymore. But uh, when analyzed on a deeper level, uh, they're activities that kind of serve as a connection for mother and child uh, with the realization that, of course, uh, uh, they still love each other, but now there's something missing in the link that used to connect them. Yeah. On the topic of missing connections with your loved ones, uh, this poem has a seriously somber but realistic mood. Uh, how do you think the mood was communicated to you guys? Well, the poem expresses the isolation and confusion of the pandemic, but is rooted in the daily toil of life. The poem is reflecting how things she took for granted before lockdown are kind of novel to her now. She feels like she's missing out on a lot of time about how she used to spend her weekends and the chaos introduced to her previous life had been detrimental to her own personal well-being 
Yeah, I feel like it's kind of uh, sad. Like at the end, um, she's singing her favorite song while washing her hands, but she says that it's not that she's happy and she's only singing it to get through washing her hands. So her favorite song has become old to her now. And um, the sounds of the wind chimes and the pigeons, they convey the theme of the inevitability of passing time, which relates to us as high school students is we will inevitably move on from our own families and create lives for ourselves. The author's poem depends on a lot of imagery to convey the meaning of missing something that was once there. What imagery did you see that was present in the poem? Uh, there was imagery in the lines, uh, I'm gonna read them now. I think mom used to have some outside her office. She had tabletop fountains and hunks of amethyst, crystals the size of my face. I used to hate how she made us meditate, learn Reiki on the weekends. Now I'm calling her every other day for the new old remedy. Uh, these lines connect the theme of annoyance with that which we take for granted, you know? Uh, rather than the specific experience which the poet went through, it was more of a bonding experience with her mother, uh, allowing them to connect through a shared activity. Uh, this drags down the poem towards a more negative mood, acknowledging the author's past mistakes and suffering for the loss of something important to her. Uh, and in general, the activities, rather than literally representing what they are, take the place of nostalgia and remembrance of the past. How does the poem use tension to create conflict between certain ideas or emotions? The tension of the story comes from the internal argument the narrator is having with themselves. The narrator talks about the positive things about being at home, but at the same time, she dislikes being stuck inside. Although the quarantine has given her the opportunity to appreciate the little things, she still must come to terms with losing parts of her life that existed outside her home. Tension is created through the contrast of objects of happiness and of monotony in the story. A comparison of the song the author sings to wash her hands with the task of doing so, the unhappy times with her mother that she wishes she treasured, the joy of leftovers, all of this contributes to that tension. Connecting with sound and purpose, the poem is written entirely in free verse and does not make use of rhyme. However, there is a repetition or emphasis on starting with I. This increases the tension of the conflict of the poem every time a new idea is introduced, emphasizing the contrast of enjoyability and unhappiness. Anyone catch the use of figurative language in the poem? Yeah, so um, the title of the poem, Day 29, is a play on the symbolism of time. Though time is taken literally in which the author forgets what day it is due to the monotony of time, the quote, now I forget what day it is and I feel I'm still running out of time, unquote, shows it's some, something representing lost experiences and life. Day 29 isn't just a random day, it's a call to the status of life during the lockdown, a total lack of what we once had, and a time where every day feels the same, a drag through the same, through time just trying to live. Um, also the song Love on Top represents the theme of happiness um, as something that no longer present for the author. It's a symbol of monotony and suffering, something that was once cheerful and lively. Beyonce's love on top is now something that reminds her the death of life. Okay, so to wrap things up, what's a one line that presents itself as key to the understanding of the whole poem? Uh, well, the line, I used to lie in bed on Sunday evenings wishing for a whole week of weekends. Now I forget what day it is and still feel I'm running out of time. Capsulate this the kind of the larger picture of the pandemic uh 
that which we hold dear but do not fully realize is eventually brought to our attention by the loss of the aforementioned. Uh, though, on a surface level, we can see the line simply as a loss of perception of time, it represents a deeper level of loss of life. Throughout the poem, the author laments the experiences she has lost because of the lockdown, something that she realizes will possibly never happen again because of the inevitability of passing of time. Uh, and in the end, everything comes to pass. Uh, I think we're out of time here uh, for the Lockdown podcast in our first episode, uh, Day 29 by Jamila Woods. Uh, Ultimately, a pretty, pretty realistic poem uh, concerning how uh, everybody goes through this experience, and we're currently still going through it. Uh, uh, what we, yeah, what we discussed was pretty somber, but I uh, hope you liked it, uh, and uh, I hope you want to see more of Jamila Woods' poems. Uh, we'll see you next time on uh, episode two of the Lockdown Podcast. <laughs>